The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. We made it to Friday. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday, July 15, 2022, Friday of the 15th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle two. Friday's a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the memorial of St. Bonaventure, bishop and doctor of the church. He was born in 1221, baptized John, but received the name Bonaventure when he became a Franciscan at the age of 22. While St. Francis died about five years after the saint's birth, he is credited with healing Bonaventure as a boy of a serious illness. St. Bonaventure's teaching career came to a halt when the friars elected him to serve as their general minister. He was a man of prayer and a good administrator, and he managed to structure the order through effective legislation. But more importantly, he offered the friars an organized spirituality based on the vision and insights of St. Francis. Bonaventure managed to unite the pastoral practical aspects of life with the doctrines of the church. Shortly before he ended his service as general minister, Pope Gregory created him a cardinal and appointed him bishop of Albano, but a little over a year later, while participating in the general council of Lyon, St. Bonaventure died July 15, 1274. St. Bonaventure, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart for love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray for the elderly who represent the roots and memory of a people. May their experience and wisdom help young people to look towards the future with hope and responsibility. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. One Sabbath day, Jesus, you took a walk with your disciples and were told by St. Matthew that you were passing with them through a cornfield. It must have been a long day. Maybe you had spent a long time with them talking. Maybe they'd asked lots of questions, as they often did. And by this stage, they're pretty hungry. So as they walk through, they do what any of us might do. They pick the corn as they pass and eat it just to have something to fill their stomach. Just to stop that grumbling sensation that we feel. Just to have something there to take our minds off the hunger. Now, at the same time as they do this, there's a group of Pharisees who observe this and they take gross exception to the fact that your disciples are doing what it is not permitted by the Jewish law to do on the Sabbath day. 
namely to pick and to eat. And they get into a terrible debate with you about what is right and what is wrong to do on the Sabbath. And you give us a very clear teaching, Lord, that you are Lord of the Sabbath and that the true sense of the Sabbath, therefore, is spending time with you. Now, I think there's a few things going on in this part of the gospel. The first thing is just the hunger of the disciples. In the same way that all of us have bodily needs, we sometimes get hungry, sometimes we get tired and we need to rest, sometimes we need to take a drink. That is just our body telling us what we need to do in order to fulfil what is natural. And yet there is another layer here which is relating to the law. Because according to the Jewish law, there are certain things that you can and cannot do on the Sabbath. And even what we might consider to be natural has to be suppressed in order that the divine law takes precedence over whatever human needs we have. You, Lord, however, give a slightly different sense of what these divine laws really pertain to when you say that the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. In other words, all of the laws, all of these divine laws about what we should and shouldn't do ought to bring us closer to you. And when you declare that you are Lord of the Sabbath, you declare that all of those laws pertain to our relationship with you, getting close to you. Now, I'll bet when the disciples were walking through that cornfield, maybe they were so engrossed in conversation that it just seemed natural to them to pick out the grains of corn. There is something that psychologists call flow. When we become totally immersed in the moment, sometimes we call it being in the zone, that all of the activities that we do focus on one thing. We're fully involved and fully enjoying one activity in such a way that we are in complete flow with everything else around us. In a sense that maybe they were so in tune with you, so in your zone, Lord, that they weren't even really conscious of picking these grains of corn because their hearts and their minds were so attuned to you. And so that little niggle of hunger just was like a reaction. And in the same way that we might naturally react to something without really even thinking about it because we're so much in the flow. And I think that is the best sense of what it is to be in the Sabbath. When we're so in the zone with you that everything else seems natural, that we don't have to think too much about what laws do we have to obey today, what laws do we have to, uh, what things do we have to avoid, because we're so in tune with you who are Lord of the Sabbath. Now, let's put it frankly, on a Sunday when we celebrate the Sabbath as Christians, it should be a day when we're so totally immersed in you, Lord, that anything that we might be tempted to do that you might say is breaking the Sabbath, work that we could do on another day, for example, that we would naturally not even think about doing it because we are so concentrating on spending the day praising you and worshipping you and spending time with our family and friends. And here's a shift between being so caught up in our relationship with you or legally obeying rules, doing things purely because we're told we have to do them. Well, in a certain sense, we might say that the Pharisees have a point. It does look like your disciples are breaking the law 
And that's all that they know. Since they haven't really grasped the point that you are the Son of Man, that you are the Messiah, that you're coming to bring the law to fulfilment, they have just legal principles which they follow very devoutly. And they're scandalized in a sense when they see your disciples eating the corn because it's breaking what they believe to be wrong. And in order for somebody to be good and holy and practicing their faith, you have to obey these laws. Well, Here's the shift that you're inviting us to see. That observing those laws is not just simply about slavishly following a rule, but it is more the heart which is drawing us towards the end, which is you. Sometimes we need to step back a little bit from a legalism to say, what effort am I putting in instead? And rather than just fulfilling the letter of the law, where is my heart in this? The Catechism of the Catholic Church tells us that Sunday is a day of rest. It is a day of protest against the servitude of work and the worship of money. That means that sometimes our work can become like a god to us. Sometimes money and the desire for money, because perhaps we can earn more money if we work on a Sunday, becomes the driving ambition of what we want to do on a Sunday. The Catechism is inviting us to see that taking a rest from that is ceasing to become a slave in the same way that we would cease to become a slave simply to legal principles like the Pharisees seem to be advocating. Rather, we will be completely and totally wrapped up in the moment, in the zone with you, Lord, by sanctifying that day and making it holy. Jesus, you are often accused of violating the law on the Sabbath by doing what is not permitted to do. And you retort to the disciples by telling the story again of David in 1 Samuel chapter 21, when he eats the bread of the presence in the temple because he and the men who were with him were hungry. These 12 loaves that had been baked on a Friday and laid out in two rows upon the altar in the temple as an offering to God. Holy bread, you could say, that only the priests were permitted to eat. And when the high priest Achimelech gives David the bread to eat, he is concerned, first of all, about the purity of the men who will eat it. And when David tells him, no, that they are pure, that they have not sinned in any impure way, then he gives them the bread to eat. These men are on active service in Israel, and that's why they are ritually pure. And that's why they can then eat the bread for the priests. And by bringing up this story, Jesus, you're trying to show us that your disciples are on active duty in the service of Israel by following you, just like soldiers or just like priests. They are ritually and morally purified because of their relationship with you. And that is the sense of what it is to spend time with Christ on the Sabbath. To be ready for the battle of faith, just like soldiers were in the times of Israel. Or to sanctify the day and make it holy, just like the priests who were making sacrifices and offerings in the temple. The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. You are the one Lord who has the sole claim to our heart on that day. Let's pray, Lord, that we can be completely and totally in the zone this Sunday that we can set aside other things that distract us from that, but that we can be truly caught up in worship and love of you, 
so that we don't need to focus on the external laws, because we know that we will be doing it perfectly from our heart. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me during this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 past the hour on Daybreak. Celebrating St. Bonaventure, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this liturgical day now, joining with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And And my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord. Fount of all wisdom, Alleluia. Come, let us worship the Lord, Fount of all wisdom, Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord, And shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving. And sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, Come, let us worship the Lord. Fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, Fount of all wisdom. Alleluia! Come then, let us bow down and worship, Bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people. The flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship the Lord, Fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia! Forty years I endured that generation. 
I said they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia! Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord. Fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. I am worn out with crying, with longing for my God. I am, I am worn, worn out, out with, with crying, with, with longing for, for my God. God. Save me, O God, for the waters have risen to my neck. I have sunk into the mud of the deep, and there is no foothold. I have entered the waters of the deep, and the waves overwhelm me. I am wearied with all my crying. My throat is parched. My eyes are wasted away from looking for my God. More numerous than the hairs on my head are those who hate me without cause. Those who attack me with lies are too much for my strength. How can I restore what I have never stolen? O oh God, you know my sinful folly. My sins you can see. Let those who hope in you not be put to shame through me. Lord of hosts, let not those who seek you be dismayed through me. God of Israel, it is for you that I suffer taunts, that shame covers my face, that I have become a stranger to my brothers, an alien to my own mother's sons. I burn with zeal for your house, and taunts against you fall on me. When I afflict my soul with fasting, they make it a taunt against me. When I put on sackcloth in the morning, then they make me a byword, the gossip of men at the gates, the subject of drunkards' songs. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning is, is now. now. And will be forever. Amen. I am worn out with crying, with longing for my God. I needed food, and they gave me gall. I was parched with thirst, and they gave me vinegar. I needed food, and they gave me gall. I was parched with thirst, and they gave me vinegar. This is my prayer to you, my prayer for your favor. In your great love, answer me, O God, with your help that never fails. Rescue me from sinking in the mud. Save me from my foes. Save me from the waters of the deep, lest the waves overwhelm me. Do not let the deep engulf me, nor death close its mouth on me. Lord, answer, for your love is kind. In your compassion, turn towards me. Do not hide your face from your servant. Answer quickly, for I am in distress. Come close to my soul and redeem me. Ransom me 
pressed by my foes. You know how they taunt and deride me. My oppressors are all before you. Taunts have broken my heart. I have reached the end of my strength. I looked in vain for compassion for counselors. Not one could I find. For food, they gave me poison. In my thirst, they gave me vinegar to drink. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. I needed, I needed food, food and, and they, they gave me gall. I was, I was parched with thirst and they, they gave me vinegar. Seek the Lord and you will live. Seek the Lord and you will live. As for me in my poverty and pain, let your help, O God, lift me up. I will praise God's name with a song. I will glorify him with thanksgiving, a gift pleasing God more than oxen, more than beasts prepared for sacrifice. The poor, when they see it, will be glad, and God-seeking hearts will revive. For the Lord listens to the needy and does not spurn his servants in their chains. Let the heavens and the earth give him praise, the sea and all its living creatures. For God will bring help to Zion and rebuild the cities of Judah, and men shall dwell there in possession. The sons of his servants shall inherit it. Those who love his name shall dwell there. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, our Father, to show the way of salvation, you chose that the standard of the cross should go before us, and you fulfilled the ancient prophecies in Christ's Passover from death to life. Do not let us rouse your burning indignation by sin, but rather through the contemplation of his wounds. Make us burn with zeal for the honor of your church and with grateful love for you. Seek the Lord and you will live. The Lord will teach us his ways and we will follow in his footsteps. From the second book of Chronicles. The Moabites, the Ammonites, and with them, son of the Mayunites, came to fight against Jehoshaphat. The message was brought to Jehoshaphat. A great multitude is coming against you from across the sea, from Eden. They are already in Hazazan Tamar, which is in Gedi. Jehoshaphat was frightened, and he hastened to consult the Lord. He proclaimed a fast for all Judah. Then Judah gathered to seek help from the Lord, and from every one of the cities of Judah they came to seek the Lord. Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, Lord, God of our fathers, are you not the God in heaven, and do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? In your hand is power and might, and no one can withstand you. Was it not you, our God, who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and gave it forever to the descendants of Abraham? your friend. They have dwelt in it, and they have built in it a sanctuary to your honor, saying, When evil comes upon us, the sword of judgment or pestilence or famine, we will stand before this house and before you, for your name is in this house, and we will cry out to you in our affliction, and you will hear and save. 
all Judah was standing before the Lord, with their little ones, their wives, and their young sons. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehazael, son of Zechariah, son of Benaiah, son of Jael, son of Mataniah, a Levite of the clan of Aspha, in the midst of the assembly, and he said, Listen, all of Judah, inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat, the Lord says to you, Do not fear or lose heart at the sight of this vast multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Go down against them tomorrow, and you will see them coming up by the ascent of Ziz, and you will come upon them at the end of the wadi, which opens on the wilderness of Jeruel. You will not have to fight in this encounter. Take your places, stand firm, and see how the Lord will be with you to deliver you, Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear or lose heart. Tomorrow, go out to meet them, and the Lord will be with you. Then Jehoshaphat knelt down with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before the Lord in worship. Levites from among the Kohothites and the Korahites rose to sing the praises of the Lord, the God of Israel, in a resounding chorus. In the early morning they hastened out to the wilderness of Tekoa. As they were coming out, Jehoshaphat halted and said, Listen to me, Judah, inhabitants of Jerusalem. Trust in the Lord your God, and you will be found firm. Trust in his prophets, and you will succeed. After consulting with the people, he appointed some to sing to the Lord and some to praise the holy appearance as it went forth at the head of the army. They sang, Give thanks to the Lord, for his mercy endures forever. At the moment they began their jubilant hymn, the Lord laid an ambush against the Ammonites, the Moabites, and those on Mount Seir who were coming against Judah, so that they were vanquished. For the Amorites and the Moabites set upon the inhabitants of Mount Seir and completely ex- exterminated them. And when they had finished with the inhabitants of Seir, they began to destroy each other. When Judah came to the watchtower of the desert and looked toward the throng, they saw only corpses fallen on the ground with no survivors. The Word of the Lord. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you who are fickle. Mourn and and weep. Humble yourselves before the Lord. You condemned the just man and put him to death, and he offered no resistance. Mourn and weep. Humble yourselves before the Lord. A reading from The Journey of the Mind to God by St. Bonaventure Christ is both the way and the door. Christ is the staircase and the vehicle, like the throne of mercy over the Ark of the Covenant, and the mystery hidden from the ages. A man should turn his full attention to this throne of mercy, and should gaze at him hanging on the cross, full of faith, 
hope, and charity, devoted, full of wonder and joy, marked by gratitude and open to praise and jubilation. Then such a man will make with Christ a pash, that is, a passing over. Through the branches of the cross he will pass over the Red Sea, leaving Egypt and entering the desert. There he will taste the hidden manna and rest with Christ in the sepulcher, as if he were dead to things outside. He will experience as much as is possible for one who is still living, what was promised to the thief who hung beside Christ. Today you will be with me in paradise. For this Passover to be perfect, we must suspend all of the operations of the mind, and we must transform the peak of our affections, directing them to God alone. This is a sacred mystical experience. It cannot be comprehended by anyone unless he surrenders himself to it nor can he surrender himself to it unless he longs for it. Nor can he long for it unless the Holy Spirit, whom Christ sent into the world, should come and inflame his innermost soul. Hence the Apostle says that this mystical wisdom is revealed by the Holy Spirit. If you ask how such things can occur, seek the answer in God's grace, not in doctrine, in the longing of will, not in the understanding, in the sigh of prayer, not in research. Seek the bridegroom, not the teacher. God and not the man. Darkness, not the daylight. And look not to the light, but rather to the raging fire that carries the soul to God with intense fervor and glowing love. The fire is God, and the furnace is in Jerusalem, fired by Christ in the ardor of his loving passion. Only he understands this who said, My soul chose hanging and my bones death. Anyone who cherishes this kind of death can see God, for it is certainly true that no man can look upon me and live. Let us die then and enter into the darkness, silencing our anxieties, our passions, and all the fantasies of our imagination. Let us pass over with the crucified Christ from this world to the Father, so that when the Father has shown himself to us, we can say with Philip, It is enough. We may hear with Paul, My grace is sufficient for you, and we can rejoice with David, saying, My flesh and my heart fail me, but God is the strength of my heart and my heritage forever. Blessed be the Lord forever, and let all the people say, Amen, Amen. All who keep God's commandments live in God, and God lives in them. We know that He dwells in us by the Spirit He has given us. In His Holy Spirit, God created wisdom, which He has poured forth upon all creation and has offered to those who love Him. We know that He dwells in us by the Spirit He has given us. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that just as we celebrate the heavenly birthday of the Bishop, St. Bonaventure, we may benefit from His great learning and constantly imitate the ardor of his charity. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, and today's gospel is coming up in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer, on Daybreak, on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. 
It's daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Memorial of St. Bonaventure, July 15, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, Jesus puts a little bit of a different spin on the Sabbath being made for man, not man for the Sabbath. From the 12th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew, At that time, Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry, and they began to pluck heads of grain and to eat. But when the Pharisees saw it, they said to him, Look, your disciples are doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath. Have you not read what David did when he was hungry and those who were with him? how he entered the house of God and ate the bread of the presence, which it was not lawful for him to eat, nor for those who were with him, but only for the priests? Or have you not read in the law how on the Sabbath the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are guiltless? I tell you, something greater than the temple is here. And if you had known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice. You would not have condemned the guiltless, for the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Now, it can be a little bit difficult to wrap our minds around the fact that The first Mass was the Last Supper. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. Jesus signaled in advance, and with special emphasis, the last Passover he was to eat with his disciples, and made them see how earnestly he desired to eat it with them. John and Peter prepared everything necessary, the unleavened bread, the bitter herbs, the cups for the wine, and the lamb which had to be sacrificed that afternoon in the atrium of the temple. That evening, probably in the house of Mary, the mother of Mark, the institution of the Holy Eucharist took place and the new covenant, which was to be fulfilled the following day, was brought forward sacramentally. At one table, two Passovers are celebrated, that of the figure and that of the reality. Just as a painter on the same surface first traces the outline and then adds the colors, so too does Christ. Using the old rite, he established the true Passover, the feast par excellence, of which the former was only a figure. The bitter herbs now have a close link with the bitterness of the passion which was about to take place. The Paschal meal was a sacrifice, the sacrifice of the Lord's Passover. The Mass is also a sacrifice, being the unbloody but real renewal of the sacrifice of the cross. At the Last Supper, Jesus brought forward in a sacramental form, My body which will be given up for you, my blood shed for you the sacrifice which he was to accomplish the following day on Calvary. Once and for all, Jesus replaced the old rite with his redeeming sacrifice. That night in the cenacle was fulfilled the event from which countless generations of people have obtained life 
and which is the center of our very existence. O happy place, exclaims St. Ephraim, in which the paschal lamb comes out to meet the lamb of truth. O happy place, never was there prepared a table like yours, neither in the house of kings, nor in the tabernacle, nor in the holy of holies. With the words, Do this in memory of me, our Lord made it possible for this mystery of love to be repeated until the end of time, granting the apostles and their successors the power of performing it. How thankful we should be for this share in the countless benefits we receive in Holy Communion. How close to us is that same Jesus who gave himself up completely to his disciples and all mankind on that memorable night. We can now tell him, in the intimacy of our heart, I love you, Lord Jesus, with my whole heart, my whole soul, and my whole strength. And if you see that I don't love you as I ought, I desire at least to love you so. And if I don't desire it sufficiently, I want at least to desire it in this way. O most sacred body, torn open by five wounds, put yourself as a seal upon my heart and impress your charity upon it. Seal my feet that I may follow your steps. Seal my hands that they may always do good works. Seal my side that it may ever burn in fervent acts of love for you. O most precious blood that washes clean and purifies all men, wash my soul and put a sign on my face so that I may never love anyone else but thee. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Time to pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. You alone I have grieved by my sin. Have pity on me, O Lord. You alone I have grieved by my sin. Have pity on me, O Lord. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. O wash me more and more from my guilt, and cleanse me from my sin. My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done. That you may be justified when you give sentence, and be without reproach when you judge. O see, in guilt I was born, a sinner was I conceived. Indeed, you love truth in the heart, then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. O purify me, then I shall be clean. O wash me, I shall be whiter than snow. Make me here rejoicing and gladness, that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face and blot out all my guilt. A pure heart create for me, O God, but a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me 
of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor sustain me, that I may teach transgressors your ways, and sinners may return to you. O rescue me, God, my helper, and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice, a contrite spirit, a humbled, contrite heart, you will not spurn. In your goodness show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust offered on your altar. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, he who knew no sin was made sin for us, to save us and restore us to your friendship. Look upon our contrite heart and afflicted spirit and heal our troubled conscience so that in joy and strength of the Holy Spirit we may proclaim your praise and glory before all the nations. You alone I have grieved by my sin. Have Have pity pity on me, O Lord. Truly we know our offenses, Lord, for we have sinned against you. Truly we know our offenses, Lord, for we have sinned against you. Let my eyes stream with tears day and night without rest, over the great destruction which overwhelms the virgin daughter of my people, over her incurable wound. If I walk out into the field, look, though slain by the sword. If I enter the city, look, those consumed by hunger. Even the prophet and the priest forage in a land they know not. Have you cast Judah off completely? Is Zion loathsome to you? Why have you struck us a blow that cannot be healed? We wait for peace to no avail, for a time of healing, but terror comes instead. We recognize, O Lord, our wickedness, the guilt of our fathers, that we have sinned against you. For your name's sake, spurn us not, disgrace us, not the throne of your glory. Remember your covenant with us, and break it not. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Truly we know our offenses, Lord, for we have sinned against you. The Lord is God. 
We are his people, the flock he shepherds. The The Lord Lord is God. God. We We are are his his people, people, the the flock he shepherds. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing for joy. Know that he, the Lord, is God. He made us. We belong to him. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. With joy and gladness we cry out to you, Lord, and ask you, Open our hearts to sing your praises and announce your goodness and truth. Let us pray. God, devoted to us as a father, you created us as a sign of your power and elected us your people to show your goodness. Accept the thanks your children offer that all men may enter your courts, praising you in song. The Lord Lord is God. God. We are are his people, the flock he shepherds. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. Simply I learn about wisdom, and ungrudgingly do I share. Her riches I do not hide away. For to men she is an unfailing treasure. Those who gain this treasure win the friendship of God, to whom the gifts they have from discipline commend them. Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. With joyful praise, let the church tell forth the wisdom of the saints. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. Those who are learned will be as radiant as the sky in all its beauty. Those who instruct the people in goodness will shine like the stars for all eternity. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, 
the dawn from on high shall break upon us. To shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Those who are learned will be as radiant as the sky in all, all its beauty. Those who instruct the people in goodness will shine like the stars for all eternity. Christ is the Good Shepherd who laid down his life for his sheep. Let us praise and thank him as we pray. Nourish your people, Lord. Christ, you decided to show your merciful love through your holy shepherds. Let your mercy always reach us through them. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your vicars, you continue to perform the ministry of Shepherd of Souls. Direct us always through our leaders. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your holy ones, the leaders of your people, you served as physician of our bodies and our spirits. Continue to fulfill your ministry of life, and holiness in us. Nourish your people, Lord. You taught your flock through the prudence and love of your saints. Grant us continual growth in holiness under the direction of our pastors. Nourish your people, Lord. Now let us offer the prayer Christ has given us as the model for all prayer. Our Father, who, who art, art in heaven, heaven Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that just as we celebrate the heavenly birthday of the bishop, St. Bonaventure, we may benefit from his great learning and constantly imitate the ardor of his charity. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is up next. Don't forget to keep the weekend holy. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the app. Go out now, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.